Welcome to a spooky special Candle Tales. This story proves that everyone must be able to tell a story. There was once a man around this time of year between October and November on the eve of Samhain on Ia Hung before the day of the Puka, they say. And this man was a traveller of roads. He was going between town to town. And in the summer months it was easier. Winter got blustery and cold. And the October winds were chilling his bones. He could feel the bite. He had no home of his own. And so he would go to those were charitable and offered him a fire, a cup of warm broth. He had a trade. He could tinker out pots and pans wherever he went. But in the darkness he couldn't do much. And this night was especially dark. The moon had vanished. It wasn't in the air. Fine clouds maybe, but it was especially dark this night. Now he knew the veil between this world and the next was at its thinnest. And he was not too happy to be out underneath the hawthorn tree. The landscape seemed ominous. But he saw a twinkling, a blinking of lights from a cottage in the nearby hillside. Through a thicket of trees he could see it there looking warm and inviting. He rushed towards it. He peered inside the window and could see one figure inside. He went to the door and knocked. The door opened. There, standing in the doorway, was a hunched over little man who beckoned with a crooked hand. The man entered the house and was welcomed by this. Ah, tell us a story, will you? Exchange for some tea. Mm. Well, the stranger said, I don't know any stories. I'm sorry, as he went to put his hands by the warming fire and look longingly at the tea and the warm broth boiling on the, over the stove. As soon as he said that he didn't have a story, the expression of the small, strange, weak-looking man turned angry. And suddenly, he was kicked straight out of the house. But, but please let me in, he called. Without a story, the door was firmly closed behind him. Well, he pulled his jacket right around himself. He, he thought, he could have thought of a story, but he didn't think it was that important. He went walking down and suddenly he saw a fire up on top of the nearby hill. And he ran towards it. He saw a strange little man playing a bit of music next to him, with a hood over his head, pale skin, and emerald eyes. And on top of the fire, well, there was a bit of meat being turned around. 
the strange looking man put down his instrument then and asked to take care of the meat. Yeah, well, of course, said the stranger. And he started to turn it, and no sooner had he done, he, the musician that was sitting next to him disappeared into a puff of smoke. And suddenly the spit jumped up out of the fire and started running right towards him. Well, now this man ran around the hawthorn tree and the fire itself erupted and jumped and threw cot coals at him. He could hear the echo of laughter. He ran down to a stream and hid him between the rocks as the fire embers and the hot spit came clawing and cawing at him. Well, he hid. And he finally looked up. The fire that had been there had disappeared. The musician was nowhere to be seen. He was now soaked wet. And he went running up towards the cottage that had ha- he had entered in before. He knocked on the door. Please let me in. Please let me in, he cried. You'll never believe what's just after happening to me. You have to let me in. I'm afraid to be let out now. Story, have you? I do. You not believe what'll happen to me? Oh, come on in now. Sit down. And so he was let into the house. He was let by the fire to dry himself off, given a cup of tea, and he regaled the stranger of the strangeness of the fire and the spit that ran after him, and that strange musician that vanished into thin air. And just then. He saw that stranger with pale skin and emerald eyes. He looked maybe like one of the creatures, one of the fae. He went to sleep that night and awoke when the sun was shining bright. But he wasn't in a cottage. He woke up with a bundle underneath his head, a blanket wrapped around him. But instead of a bed, he was on a pile of twigs and leaves. He heard echoing laughter. Forevermore, whenever he was asked for a tale or a story to tell, he told that story because everybody must know how to tell a tale.